smartcast you are listening to a mint production brought to you by hd smartcast hi and welcome to why not mint money podcast i am shipra from mint's personal finance team in today's episode i'll tell you about the trouble of maintaining too many bank accounts hi welcome to why not mint money a personal finance podcast where we help you understand basic money concepts and share strategies for you to build your wealth so let's get started on your money journey let me start by telling you a story about a mint reader which will resonate with many of you as you must have shared his experience at least once in your working lives this delhi based marketing professional who did not wish to be named told us that out of the four bank accounts that he has three were opened when he changed jobs now each time the employer would force him to open a salary account with the bank that the employer has a tie up with he tried resisting that at his current company but he was informed by his colleagues that his salary would be withheld if he did not comply so what did he do he had no option but to open yet another new salary account now before i proceed i want to tell you that not all companies enforce such condition but what you should also know is that it is illegal for employers to deny salary to employees on these grounds so why is having too many bank accounts a big deal well it's a financial burden that many of you may not realize let me come back to the story of our reader to explain how two of the salary accounts that he had opened earlier are no longer zero balance accounts and he has to maintain 10000 in each of those accounts so essentially a total of 20000 of his savings is idly lying in the bank earning a meager 2 to 3% annual interest and that's not all if he defaults on this minimum balance he has to cough up a penalty now this is not a stand alone case and i'm sure that a lot of you have also faced this or are currently facing it in fact a job change may not always be the reason as a lot of people end up opening multiple bank accounts either to save for specific goals or to lock in a higher ft rate and so on and so forth well whatever be the reason maintaining many savings accounts is a financial burden and can get challenging i'll tell you how it's important to understand that the more bank accounts you hold the more money you have to keep locked in in those accounts this is because most banks demand the account holders to maintain an average minimum balance and not maintaining it attracts a penalty Minimum balance requirement and the penalty it entails are both quite steep across most major banks. Let me give you some examples. HDFC, ICICI and Kotak Mahindra Bank demand 10000 rupees monthly balance. Standard Chartered and IDFC have a much higher threshold of 25000 rupees. Now, if you have three savings account, you know simple maths will tell you that you have to lock in anywhere between 30000 to 70000 rupees just to maintain minimum balance. and this sum is over time going to lose value as the interest rate on savings accounts is a meager 2.5 to 4% which is way way below the inflation rate now not to forget that if you default you pay 150 to 600 rupees per month as penalty which will further eat into the net interest yield that you will earn now you must be thinking that a salary account is a zero balance account so why is it that i need to care about maintaining minimum balance so here comes the tricky part banks silently convert a zero balance salary account into a regular savings account if salary is not credited in it for about 3 to 6 consecutive months so if you change jobs and you start using a new salary account with your new employer your old account will get converted into a savings account In fact, even if you continue to use the same account but your new employer sends the salary via NEFT without using the term salary while crediting the money, 
the bank will still see it as a non-salary credit and convert your account into a regular account. And once that happens, all the charges and the minimum balance requirement will kick in. Now let's talk about the nitty gritties of maintaining the average minimum balance or AMB. For that, you first need to understand how AMB is calculated by banks. Banks add each day's closing balance and divide it by the number of days in that month to arrive at AMB. So now let's say your salary is credited in a savings account at the start of the month. By the 10th, a major chunk would have gone into paying bills, rent, mutual fund SIPs, etc. By the 20th, the balance would have come down further as you spend on your regular expenses and there must be some discretionary expenses as well. And of course, in the last 10 days of the month, you're left with little money as you wait for the next month's salary. At this point, you also have to closely monitor your bank account statements to ensure that you're not slipping below the AMB limit. Now, imagine doing that month after month for five to six accounts. Sounds cumbersome, isn't it? Now, if you think that just depositing the minimum required amount as a one-time measure is enough for those accounts through which you don't transact regularly, you're wrong. This is because banks auto-debit certain service fees, one such fee is a debit card fee, that may automatically reduce your balance below the minimum threshold and you will be penalized for non-maintenance. The bottom line being that you will have to keep monitoring all the accounts regularly even if you just keep the minimum amount in your account. Apart from losing returns on idle funds and the cumbersome task of maintaining AMB, multiple bank accounts also add to the tedious task of filing the ITR. It is mandatory to declare interest income from each bank account in tax returns, even if the total interest income is below the exemption limit of 10,000. And with the introduction of Annual Information Statement or AIS, Taxpayers just can't miss to report any of the interest income from any of the bank accounts because it will be easily flagged by the IT department. Now, apart from this, with online banking and digital payments, one also has to keep a record of all online banking locking details, uh, debit card pins that are unique to each account, track debit card expiry and renewal dates, ensure transactions are done through all accounts regularly to prevent any of the accounts from becoming dormant. So these are some of the other issues that you may face. So how many is too many when it comes to bank accounts? All the financial advisors that Mint asked this question to unanimously agree that keeping a maximum of three bank accounts is more than sufficient. One could be a permanent account for all the incomes and this account can also be linked to your PPF, EPF, uh, mutual funds, etc. The second account could be for the household expenses which can also be a joint account with your spouse. And you can keep the third one for your personal expenses. So now if you have more than three accounts currently, bucket any of these three bank accounts in categories I just mentioned and close the rest. If you're changing jobs and have opened a new salary account, close the old one within three months before it gets converted into a regular savings account. Most private banks allow you to close accounts online on their net banking website after you have delinked them with any payments or investment platforms and you have settled all the dues. State Bank of India and some other banks, however, will ask you to do this only at a physical branch. That brings us to the end of today's episode. If you would like to know more about this topic or make a suggestion of a personal finance topic that you would like us to cover, I can be reached at Twitter under the username of Shipra Singh Saurat and on LinkedIn at Shipra Singh. Thank you for tuning in. See you in the next episode.
This was a Mint production brought to you by HD Smartcast. HD Smartcast.